Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Priscilla Weigel, the Executive Director of the Center for Inclusive Child Care, and I'm here again with my colleagues, Beth Menninga, who leads our RBPD team, our relationship-based professional development coaching team, and then we have Brenda Lowe, who is our coach mentor, who also supports that crew of coaches throughout the state. And we are talking about teamwork and building a successful and supportive team in childcare settings. And we're talking about not kids, we're talking about the grownups. And how do you set people up for success, building a team that creates that system of support, that creates healthy um, skills together to do the work that's needed, it's essential. And so we found with our last two that there's a lot that goes into that. And so we're going to touch on communication. And one of the pieces that sometimes is the most challenging, I think, for us in our work partnering with parents and communicating with parents and planning for that communication. So where do you want to start in that discussion, you two? Well, I think what was interesting to me in thinking about families is there's parallels between what we need to do with our team and what we we do with families. Mm -hmm. For example, routines. We should have routines about communicating with families. So um, when do we regularly communicate with families and how. Um, And then what are the special points of communication? Like when they first enroll, there might be more conversation about what they do at home. And But not just for me, the teacher, does my whole teaching team get this information from a family about their child coming in, what their experiences have been, what parents' hopes Mm -hmm. and dreams are, Mm -hmm. any concerns they have, starting all those things. So I don't hold all that information to myself. I share it with my teammates. Sure. Okay, so and so is coming, and here's what I know about the family. Here's what they shared about how we can welcome their child. All those things. So we're sharing that um, communication. Hmm. Nice. That's lovely. Yeah. I also like to. When I was a director um, for many years, I would talk to my team about the handoff. Mm-hmm. The handoff means, you know, with a with a twelve hour standard day in early childhood, you know. Most of my teachers weren't working a 12-hour day, unless somebody had the flu, of course. Um, and so that means that somebody has to be there to communicate with families that drop off, pick up, and everywhere in between. And one of the worst things we can do with families in talking about that team, because our families are part of our team, right? Yes. They yes. can make or break us, let's yes. be honest. Yeah. And the worst thing you can say to a family is, I don't know. Those words <laughs> were banned from yes. our center. <laughs> yeah. And an example of this is, here comes mom or dad after a very long day at work, and all they want to do is go to Target after they pick up little Susie, and all they want to know is, where is her white sweater? Yeah. And the teacher, or one of the teachers says, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good idea. <laughs> and so instead of those words, what are we going to say? And even if I'm that teacher where I have no idea where that white sweater is, mm-hmm. what am I going to say instead? Mm-hmm. How am I going to find it? Mm-hmm. Um, and who do I, like, what's the process? What's mm-hmm. the plan? How do I figure this out? Mm-hmm. So well, and it goes answer. back to what we yeah. said earlier about if there's regular communication daily across the team, there's a better chance you're going to know the answer to that question. Right. Um, you know, oh, why does she have a bruise on her leg here? You yeah. know, oh, I wasn't there, but I heard on the playground this is what happened. Yeah. And, you know, this is what so-and-so did, the teacher did. Um, 
whatever. Mm-hmm. And here's our process for follow up is this is what I think happened. Yeah. And I'm going to have someone give you a call yes. right away in the morning. Yep. What cell phone would you like? I mean, just yes. the process mm-hmm. where the parent hurts, her, feels heard, validated, understood, mm-hmm. and that you guys are on top of your game. Yeah. Is yep. what they want. Yes. Yep. And so I think, so a lot of helpful tidbits that are coming out of these conversations, I think, are just those those really easy reminders. So what would be a response when the parent says, where's Susie's white sweater? Instead of saying, I don't know, what are some things that a teacher in that moment could say? And really, truly, they don't know in their head. What are they going to do to reassure that family? How are they going to make that next response? What's it going to look like? That is a great question. <laughs> we are going to find that white sweater as they're panicking internally. <laughs> right. And the, I'm leaving a post-it good. note for the morning team yes. to make sure, et cetera, et yes. cetera. Also, it feels really good when a parent thinks, oh, they're a team they're that's a team. working with my child. They all know my child. Um, even if you're doing primary caregiving, everybody in the infant room knows my little mm-hmm. Katie. Mm-hmm. Um so it's important to feel good about it from a parent perspective. I know as a parent, I was at one program where I didn't feel like the team was that together and didn't feel nearly as good to leave my daughter there. No, it doesn't. Right. right. And, you know, usually as a teacher, you also know who your parents are, that that white sweater is a big deal. Yeah. And right. so you, I used to have a process in place where perhaps on the backside of our sign in and out sheet, there would be a note to say, here's where Susie's white sweater is. Mm, or nice. little Peter has a bandaid on his left knee because X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Or if it's that big of a deal, maybe I'll even... Even as the teacher, call the parent in advance myself and slip a note in their box so that they know Mm -hmm. and communicate that with my teacher or whoever I'm handing my children off to Mm -hmm. so that everyone is on the same page and including the manager. Yeah, yeah. It builds really strong team connections. Mm -hmm. I I think it's respectful of your coworker to share that information because they're going to feel so much better when that parent has that question at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're being respectful of them as a professional to share that. And one thing we didn't mention in the planning section with staff, but I think it relates to parents really well, is if we're assessing, if we're looking at developmental progress of children, Mm -hmm. um, the whole team should be aware of what our goals are for a child, or if a parent has a concern about development or a question about development, how's my child doing is what a parent cares about deeply. So we all need to know how each child is doing enough Mm -hmm. so that we could answer that question or say, you know what, I'm going to ask their primary caregiver to talk to you tomorrow a little bit more. Here's, you know, I love seeing so-and-so, you know, yesterday they did this, Mm -hmm. um, but let me have so-and-so speak in more detail with you about it. But, Mm -hmm. but having that sense of assessment about in a formal way, but an informal way too, and our goals for our kids. Yeah. I think the team meeting point that you brought up was really, really good as well, because that was a spot that as an entire team, and I don't care if we're talking the infant room, the toddler room, the preschool room, the school age room, that's where all of the heads could unite and be on the same way uh, page about their processes. Yes. So um, at what is going to be the process to hand off information or to start and stop those assessments to get ready for conferences or mm-hmm. what is going to be our communication style and so that we 
had a consistent message or style across classrooms, that monthly team mm-hmm. meeting was the place to start. Sure. Because everybody was in agreement. And then mm-hmm. it didn't matter if it was the infant teacher subbing in for a, a, a toddler teacher, mm-hmm. it was the same type of style. So it didn't feel so awkward yeah. when it happened. And consistency is a huge theme in yeah. all of this. It it's is. so important for children and it's important for us as adults. Right. When you think about the goal of a child, a successful childcare setting is building a community. And we know from recent research, things that have been in the news, the greatest need that individual individuals have is to belong and be a part of something and feel like they matter. And so what you're describing here is a process of building a community of care for this child and this family so that when they walk in, even though they go all the way down the hall to the school age room, the infant classroom teachers still say good morning yes. and hi, call that child by name because they see him every day. That to a parent is that wonderful sense of, wow, they care about my child so much here, and they care about me. And that's that's really what we want out there. So thank you both for your insights. Once again, fabulous conversation, and I look forward to continuing it soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.